Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Monday. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Reggie Miller will join us coming up in a little bit. More of your phone calls, as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Had some fun over the weekend. Nick Taylor with a 72-foot putt to win the Canadian Open in a playoff Golden Knights up 3-1 on the Panthers. Nuggets up 3-1 on the Heat. The Heat are nine-point underdogs tonight for Game 5. Poll question for the final hour. We say good morning to those watching on Peacock, our streaming partner. Download the app and you can watch for free. Also, I have a book that's coming out in September. You can pre-order it. I wrote a book with uh, longtime Simpsons writer Joel Cohen, The Occasionally Accurate Annals of Football and... uh, There's a lot of fun stuff in there. You can pre-order it at danpatrick.com. All right, what do we have for the final hour there, Seton O'Connor? Yeah, I've actually got to put up there, where's Damian Lillard playing next season? Mm. Portland, Miami, other. Well, I've seen reports where Portland's trying to package the number three pick overall. And I think uh, Simons as well. They... So they're trying to do that to get a veteran in there or a, a star player for the number three pick. But I don't know who they're targeting there. Hmm. I'm going to say Dame is still important. Yeah. 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 I don't think he ends his career there, but I do think he is going to be back in Portland. Yeah, Mark. Do you think this is going to end up like maybe like Emmett Smith in Arizona? Like that last Ooh. couple of oh. couple of years, or maybe you know what? For basketball standpoint, Kevin Garnett in Brooklyn or Paul Pearson with the Clippers. Oh, I hope it's not that where it become where it becomes like ring like really ring chasing. Like I'm just going to you know mm. from team to team. I hope that he gets the opportunity. I, I mean, if he wants to stay in Portland, great. You know, I I think we criticize players if you want to stay, and then we criticize you if you're ring chasing. Uh, whatever he decides to do, he's given Portland everything and then some, but it just feels like he gets older and the team gets younger, and I don't think they're going to be playing for anything anytime soon. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler standing by. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Golf's biggest stars head to Hollywood. 
Los Angeles Country Club and the uh, sports third major championship, the U.S. Open, NBC, USA, Peacock. That's the golf course that has uh, the Playboy Mansion would be. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So you could you could be playing golf and you could hear the birds in there. You didn't hear the bunnies, but you did hear like there were a lot of exotic animals or birds that were there in the Playboy Mansion. And that backs up to the golf course there. Uh, beautiful. Uh, also, uh, what was his name? Spelling. Uh, Aaron Spelling. Aaron Spelling. His house was down one of the fairways. And so you could see this unbelievable house. Like, it was unbelievable back then. Now, hey, how much is that house? A hundred million? Man, that's nothing. It just, at the time, though, that to me was the biggest house or most expensive house in, uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, Paulie. What is the status of the Playboy Mansion? I don't think it's in Hugh Hefner or his family or name anymore, right? It was sold a few years ago? Yeah, you know, somebody bought it. I, I don't know if it's a private residence, hmm. but uh, boy, having been there, that needed, that needed some upgrading. It was stuck in the 70s. Oh, but don't you want to actually not upgrade it at all and make it almost like a museum? When you think that, but, so I want people to come over to the Playboy Mansion. I think if you made that into a tourist attraction, there is a certain demographic of male that might visit that. Yeah, but there's, you know, the reason why I would visit if I'm a male is not because it's a museum now. Yes, yes. I, I think it's used for events now, okay. pretty much exclusively. But we only got to go into to a couple of rooms, and I wanted to go into the kitchen. I wanted to see sort of everything else that was there. And I got quickly escorted. I was told, uh, you know, are you lost? And then I, I said, I think I am, because I was in the kitchen. And then there were like two or three rooms that you could use. There was an outdoor area. And then Hef came out, and he had the playmates with him, and he had his uh, you know, pajamas on. And then he went out. I felt bad for him. It was like, hey, the image of, oh, that's Hugh Hefner with his Playboy playmates. And it's almost like he had to dance because – Everybody was watching, and, I'm, and all of the women looked alike. He, he had all of his girlfriends. They all looked alike, and uh, that's, that's when I was having a conversation with Drew Carey, uh, Salami from The White Shadow, yeah. and Ron Jeremy. Yeah. That sounds like a setup for a joke there. So I walk into a party, and I'm talking to Drew Carey, Salami, oh, no. <laughs> Salami and Salami. Uh, and and uh, we were there at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. It wasn't as exciting as you would think. Let's put it that way. Yes, Paulie. Apparently, Hugh Hefner sold the Playboy Mansion a couple of years before he passed away to mm. a billionaire investor guy named Darren Metropolis. I think he owned PBR and a bunch of other brands. Uh, he allowed Hugh Hefner to live in there until he passed away in 2017. It's undergoing major renovations in the entire property. Mm. But as part of the sale, uh, there are certain areas of the main structure of the house that are not allowed to be changed, so it will still look like the Playboy Mansion in some areas of the house. All I know is were the Dom triplets, D A H M triplets, they were they were uh, handing out drinks. I remember, and uh, if if memory serves me correctly, yes, Todd. And the bunnies, though, walking around there are all from the 70s as well, and that's not a great look. If you're going to do some upgrading, you got to kind of do the bunnies and the building. Look at you. The bunnies are from the 70s. Yeah. They do the math. That's, I don't know if you want to see them in their little bunny outfit. I'm sorry. I didn't know Brad Pitt walked into the room and sat <laughs> in the back row. My bad. All right. Yeah. Did anybody Google the dr Dom triplets there? 
Fritzy, you think would have yeah, that on I the screen? Have, but not, not right now. Yeah. yeah, they're from Oswego, New York, and they. I thought they were from like Wisconsin or something. Probably. Yeah, the Dom triplets. I just remember them for some reason. Um, not sure why you remember. It's just well, I made eye contact with them. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. You just talk to them. Okay. Nicole, Erica, and Jacqueline. Okay. The Dom triplets. Okay. <laughs> Where are they from? Are they from the Midwest? Um, looks like Minneapolis, born December 12th. Okay. All right. 1977. It's all coming back to me. All coming back. Yes, Marv. Oh, no. You're saying all these names that I don't know. Uh, yeah. They were, they were uh, playmates. I'll Google them later. Yeah, absolutely. Not around yeah, don't do it at your home. wife. Yeah, not, do it here, <laughs> not when you get home. On the work computer? Got it. <laughs> yes. yes, Tom. But they were the second set of triplets to be featured in the U.S. edition of Playboy. The first was a set of Brazilian triplets mm. who were featured in November back in 1993. All right. My bad. I apologize. We went down this road. All right, best and worst of the weekend. Reggie will join us coming up. <laughs> they were going to be nurses, by the way. Of course they were. I'm glad somebody's doing research now. They enrolled at the University of Minnesota after high school. They were ready to be nurses, and next thing you know, they're walking around in bunny outfits. So, golf's biggest stars are going to be uh, out for L.A. Country Club, the U.S. Open. And that is a very challenging track, as they like to say. A lot of fun. Yes, Paul? Is L.A. a good town for golf? I know there's a lot of people who play golf there, but for, like, the fans? Yeah. Do you think, like, the local members of a golf course get upset when they lose a course for a week? What do you think? Well, I... I think they love it because it's publicity, and I'm sure if you're a member at LA Country Club, you, you don't need any publicity for that yeah. or Riviera. Do you get special access to the U.S. Open if you're a member, probably, or special tickets? I don't. I would. I would hope that you would, but I don't know. I my locker was next to Ronald Reagan's locker. That they they still have a locker there and uh, at LACC wow. for Ronald Reagan, but I my locker was in, in that same area there. No, it's very cool. The people that belong there, uh, I was playing golf there. Pat Hayden, the uh, former USC athletic director, was there. But it's uh, it's a great place. That and Riviera, can't go wrong with. Uh, and I played a couple other places out there, but Riviera is one of my favorite golf courses. It's just, uh, that is that is unique. That's challenging. And and then there, you're so, sort of down in a bowl uh, where you have all these houses that are around you, and then the course is down below. So Larry David's house is over here, like uh, the third or fourth hole down. Uh, the owner of the Red Sox is uh, down the next hole. See, you have all of these. When you play, then you know, Jim Gray is a member. I played with Jim before. Tom Brady uh, just joined. But the Riv, as they like to say, that is a... Uh, Great golf course. Great golf course. All right. Uh, a couple of phone calls in here. Uh, Paul in Vegas. Hi, Paul. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me on this morning. I wanted to share my best and worst of the weekend. Right. My best was watching uh, Novak Djokovic win the 23rd Grand Slam title. But even more so than that, I think is impressive, is that he is the only man with at least three wins from each event. Um, I think Federer was pretty dominant on grass, but Jokovic has done it across all the different surfaces, so that was awesome to see him win. But my worst was filled with some real disappointment and sadness. When I heard you come out against Frank Sinatra on Saturday as I was listening to the podcast afterwards, uh, 
greatest entertainer of all time, spanning decades of amazing music. Mm -hmm. uh, I was heartbroken. <laughs> well, and Paul, I just didn't get Sinatra. Like I, I, I know the you know his his history and decades of entertaining and as as an actor in Vegas and the Rat Pack. I understand all that. I, I just never kind of he never captured my imagination. That's all. Just one suggestion then for you. Okay. Uh, there's a documentary on uh, Amazon called All or Nothing. Uh, Nothing yeah, I want, at all. I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. I mean, I'm not going to give you opinion without at least doing a little homework on it. But Sinatra, you know, then he had his second career. He had a comeback when, uh, you know, he was an actor. It wasn't music what, that it was his comeback. But what was that, Here to Eternity? or? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Elvis was a better entertainer. I mean, there's a lot of people, if you're going to say who was a better. Sinatra was just a guy who had a hat and, uh, you know, suit and tie and, uh, and he just would, you know, fly me to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Let me swing across. Jupiter or Mars. <laughs> he's, a, he's an icon. I get it. It just wasn't for me. That's all. It doesn't. It all depends on when you're born in the time period. Like if you were, you liked music in the 70s, Sinatra was not cool. He was past his prime. He's an old guy on Johnny Carson. And then he started making comebacks and stuff in the 80s and 90s and being cool again. Yeah. It's a time period. Yeah, I, I just, that's okay. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of things that I like that you don't like, but that's okay. Oh, that's yeah. Life. That's, that's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. Okay. But I know I'm I mean, it's. If that's what you like, then great. I went to a party one time, and the host was a Sinatra fanatic, so that's all you had were drinks and food out of the 50s, and then he dressed as Sinatra, and he would he was Sinatra. He was in character the entire night, and I was bored. <laughs> annoyed? Annoyed? I, I was annoyed. I was annoyed. I was like, okay, all right, I got it. I got it. Yeah, more. If you're like, if this is life, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't get it. That's all. Didn't get what, time. Huh? Dan, check out these vagabond shoes. <laughs> what do you think of these? Yeah, bring it home. Reggie Miller joins us next Dan Patrick Show. Now, you can have a slider Sunday, or you can have a slider Friday. I just heated up some of the pulled pork from Friday, Meat Friday, and we pulled out the King's Hawaiian buns and rolls. Mm -hmm. I went out into the kitchen, true story as we like to say, and I said to Seton, I said, what are you eating? He goes, uh, the, uh, the pretzel slider buns. I said, well, did you put the pulled pork on? He goes, no, no, I'm just eating the bun. That's how good they are. They have the monster dunk sliders. So that's ribeye, fried onions, horseradish, and some au jus for dipping. And then you put that on the King's Hawaiian pretzel slider bun, and you are good to go. Barbecuing with your friends, getting together, watching the big game, or Sunday family dinner. King's Hawaiian wants you to make every Sunday a slider Sunday. Go to your local store and pick up those sweet and fluffy, irresistible King's Hawaiian rolls and enjoy. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Kind of a sneaky stat here with Jamal Murray. 15 points, 12 assists in game four. So that's his fourth consecutive game with double-digit assists. There's only three other players in NBA Finals history with at least four consecutive finals games with 10 or more assists. You're going to get one of them for sure. You're going to forget about one, and you're not going to realize that this one could have that many assists. Paulie? I just had this weird feeling that the Denver Nuggets will cruise to victory tonight. Jamal Murray has the game of his life, you know, just closes them out. You know how those voters pick the wrong guy sometimes during the NBA Finals? Paul, I ask a question. Oh. The, the, the other player, the three oh. other players who have had four straight games with double-digit assists. Magic Johnson, Bob Cousy, Paulie? John Stockton? Michael Jordan. Perhaps you've heard of him. Woo! Yeah. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Reggie Miller, the Hall of Famer, finals game five tonight, 8.30 Eastern on ABC in Denver. 
I'm checking the math here, Reg, and I know you said the Miami Heat in six. I don't think that they can win in six. I don't think they can win in six. I felt like something special was brewing in Miami. It just so happened that big face coffee that Jimmy Butler is so affectionately known for, right? Uh, I just think that's what the Nuggets were drinking with their chicken McNuggets. Mm. Okay. But look, just looking at this series, um, at the end of the day, Denver, they've been much more physical after that berating by their coach after game two. They're just bigger. They're stronger at every position. Even looking at uh, Christian Brown, uh, off the bench. He's bigger than, you know, a lot of the starters for Miami. Cream rises, and they will, they've they always had the best player in this series on the floor at the, at, uh, in Jokic. And the two best crazy, players, though, Reg. I what would... a crazy stat you just gave, because you what series was that for Michael Jordan where he had four straight games of 10 – what series was that of his six – Finals appearances, because you never, I never would have guessed that. Yeah, Magic. Not that, was, not that he wasn't a willing passer, but I, I didn't think he would have had four straight games like that. Yeah, Magic did it five times. Jordan and Kuzi did it uh, once with at least four consecutive finals games with ten or more assists. So uh, maybe uh, my research department can look and see what series. Paul, you've been answering any of your questions, so I don't know if he's going to do any kind of research. Oh, yeah. Paul, wow. won't even answer your question. <laughs> yes, Paul. Yeah, I got it. It's a 1991 NBA Finals versus the Lakers. Jordan had games with uh, 12, 13, 13, and 10 assists against the Lakers. I wonder oh. if Mike was like, you know, Magic, you're known for passing the ball. I can do what you do. I, you know what? Uh, when he was taking over the reins as being the best player, that was a part of it because everyone always said with Magic and with Larry, they're winners. They do everything. They get everyone involved. And Michael, early on in his career, was just known primarily as just being a scorer. So, yeah, I think in the back of his mind, in the finals against Magic, I'm going to beat you at what everyone – perceives to be your strength, and that is distributing the basketball as well as scoring. What can the Heat do to make this competitive? They, they've got these undrafted guys who have been fantastic throughout this playoff line. The Duncan Robinsons, the Gabe Vincents, the Caleb Martins. They've got to score the basketball. That, that's, that's really it. And give Denver uh, Nuggets credit defensively. They shut these guys down. But scoring is at a premium, and Miami plays their best when their defense is clicking, but they get timely offense. We know about Jimmy Butler and Bam, but to me, the success of Miami has been those other guys because they've been reliable throughout this playoff run, and in the finals, um, they kind of been up and down. Duncan Robinson, um, who was good in game two, has been a no-show, so they've got to find scoring. I brought this up last week that if Joker wins a championship, and let's say he averages a triple-double, I mean, he might be putting up numbers that are the best that anybody's ever put up for, through an entire postseason. Is, is he in the conversation? He's not Bill Russell. He's not Kareem. But is he entering a conversation with 
David Robinson, Akeem. I wouldn't put him in there with Shaq, but uh, where where would he be with great centers of all time? I would say he he would be knocking on the door. I, I, I can't put him in there with Akeem yet. I can't put him in there with David Robinson because he's going to have to win another championship. The, what The numbers he has, has put up is historic. We've never seen anything like it before. He's somewhat of a unicorn at the ability to score, to assist, to rebound. The passes have been phenomenal. But at the end of the day, it's only one championship. And I know people want to get caught up in that. Yeah. If he builds up a body of work and he comes back with another championship, then we can open the door and start having these conversations. But with one championship, I can't put him in there with a king who has two. David Robinson, I believe, has two or three. Um, it's very difficult for me to put him in the, that conversation. He, he's nowhere near Shaq, in my opinion, in terms of centers. He's nowhere near Shaq. And um, Joker is not – I think he's 28. Akeem didn't have his titles till he turned 30. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a team that is going to be together. They're young, and they just made a trade with Oklahoma City to get another draft pick, I think a second-round draft pick this upcoming draft. You know, they're, they're going to want to reload or add – maybe not even reload, but add to what they already have to make sure that they're still the team to beat next year. And well-coached in Michael Malone. And let's remember this, experience, that goes a long way. And if they can find a way, which we all believe they will, uh, to wrap it up tonight and win a championship, that experience and that chip on your shoulder, every time they take the floor a year from now, once next season kicks in, it's taking the floor of the world champions. That kind of builds on your ego and your psyche a little bit. And that builds that confidence. Um, This team, they're young, they're energetic. Again, we talked about them being well-coached. They're going to be around for the long haul. But I will say this, the West is loaded, too, though, right? So they're, they're going to, on a nightly basis, when you have that target on your back, if they're the champs, um, they're going to have to be able to bring it each and every night. If I said you could have Luka or Jokic? I would take Jokic. Okay. I don't think that would be even close, in my opinion. Um, especially for my skill set. I'm going to put myself like, who, who could I benefit and play with the most? And it definitely would be Jokic. The way he passes and can score. and He's so unselfish. Not that Luka isn't. He's very unselfish as well. But, I mean, Jokic is just a different breed. He's just different. We had Malika Andrews on last hour, and she said that uh... – Jokic learned how to pass by water polo. When he holds the ball up, if you watch water polo, that's what it is. Like he's facing a lot too. Yeah, yes, yes, and and side angles, and I mean all like Patrick Mahomes type angles with his passes. Uh, and I, I would also say that about water polo too. That builds your fitness as well. Um, if you've ever been to a water polo match, oh, which yeah. I've been to quite a few at Pepperdine. Um, the fitness of those athletes is tremendous, especially from the upper body up. Uh, being able to wade in water um, and play above the water, um, you can tell that's why he's in great physical shape as well. You didn't play water polo, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> One of those things that, uh, no. Water and Reggie doesn't get along. <laughs> 
What what was your second best sport? Baseball. Baseball was my first love. I was a much better baseball player earlier on in my career until I got to high school. And then the coach at Riverside Poly wanted me to pitch because in Little League, I was like Mariano Rivera <laughs> as a pitcher in Little League. I was an unbelievable pitcher. But once I went to Pony, and then as you know, the mound grows once you get to, to high school, it's further back. And the high school coach was like, you know, I want you to pitch. And I'm like, uh, no, I want to play center field. She's like, no, you're going to pitch. I'm like, I'm going to concentrate on basketball. Oh, he's Reggie Miller, the Hall of Famer, joining us. Uh, by the way, game five tonight, the Heat are nine-point underdogs, and that's uh, 8.30 Eastern on ABC. Dame Lillard starts next season where? I want to say Portland, but just looking and observing all these lives that he does and conducts and, you know, You've got Portland fans now saying, hey, we can get a bag for Damien, and he's coming out saying, sign a petition if you want me out of here. I, I want to say he's going to be somewhere else. And I know, I think his destinations were Miami. He said no to Boston. Um, there was one other place that he said that he would Brooklyn. Go- Brooklyn. That's it. And it's interesting, you know, we mentioned Brooklyn because when we were doing the Brooklyn-Philadelphia series, game two or three, I believe it was, or game four, he was in attendance in Brooklyn, and I was like, uh-oh, let all the conversation start. Because I think he would be great on that team with Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, Spencer Dinwiddie. I think they need a closer. We talked about that. They need a number one on that team. Yeah. He would be a bona fide number one for uh, the Brooklyn Nets. I, I just don't – they can get a lot for him. Um, and Portland, they're not going anywhere. I'm sorry. They're just not. Kyrie Irving, uh, start of next season will be where? The Dallas Mavericks. Okay. They can offer him the most. Um, I say he stays with Dallas. Chris, they gave up so they gave up so much to get him. They can't allow him to. They basically gave away all the defensive players to attain him. So I, I think uh, they've got to open up the bag and, and sign Kyrie. Chris Paul is where opening night. I would love to see him with the Los Angeles Lakers. He's a free agent, unrestricted free agent. I know his family, uh, they still live in the Calabasas area. I think he would be a great fit for them. They had point guard woes down the stretch, as we saw with D'Angelo Russell. Um, I would love to see Chris Paul in a Laker uniform playing alongside his good friend, LeBron James. But what are you getting with a 38-year-old Chris Paul? You just want someone to stabilize and not beat you. Make a timely, wide-open shot. Don't turn the ball over and be steady. The key for Chris is he's going to have to stay healthy and stay healthy when it matters. Yeah. It's like he is always banged up come April 15th once playoffs start. Yeah, I just 
And that's a weird situation. If you're LeBron and you're Chris Paul and you go, hey, hey, what are you thinking? You just need a floor general, though, because LeBron's not Well, what if LeBron doesn't want Chris Paul? How awkward is that? Where is that where you go, man, Polinka, he won't pull the trigger on this, man? Uh, if you can get him for a bargain basement price, which you can, um, I don't think you're going to get him for, like, what does he owe, $37 million? I think uh, I think 30 I think you can, because most of that, the Suns are going to be on the hook for. So if you can get him at a bargain basement price, Price. Yeah, but haven't we tried this with the three stu- you know, three stars there in LA? So yeah, but he wouldn't be one of those guys that was counting on to win games. He'll be counting on not to lose games for you, I think. And unless at the end of the day, when healthy, he is an unbelievable floor general. He understands how to run a team. He is not going to hurt you. Didn't Steve Kerr? Was there something about maybe Golden State would be interested in Chris Paul? Am I am I just making that up, or I thought there was something that was there? I haven't heard that, but I could see that him playing alongside the Splash Brothers and Draymond Green, if healthy, I would like to see that. That would kind of, that would be fascinating to watch as well. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Miami Heat have. No chance or low chance? Uh, low chance. I'll I'll never say no chance. Yeah. Just uh, Jimmy Butler can go crazy, um, but it would be beneficial for Denver. You don't want to get on a plane, go back to, to Miami for Game Six. Handle your business because if those shooters get going, Miami's been the underdog these whole postseasons. They barely made it with that win over Chicago. Uh, they just smacked Miami or Milwaukee, the number one team in the East. Um, their most competitive series up to date before Denver, what to me was that uh, Knicks series. I thought the Knicks played them yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Um, and then we saw that seven game epic series with Boston winning on the road. So they've been there before, but I, I just think they're facing a much bigger, more physical. At every position, Aaron Gordon played like he did in game one, uh, in, in game four. He just used the size. He, he overpowered. And on any given night, one of those guys can take over, led by their two stars in Jokic and Murray. Uh, we had a poll question. Would you rather be Djokovic or Drew Brees? So greatest tennis player or most decorated tennis player, or would you rather be Drew Brees with a Super Bowl win and, you know, a top 10 quarterback of all time? Um, wow. Are you taking away football, which is the number one sport in the world with ratings and, and all that, or the greatest, arguably the greatest tennis player? Yeah. I like, I like Novak. I, I would take the, arguably one of the greatest tennis players of all time. Okay, what about I, your career? If I said you could have your career or Novak Djokovic? I'm always going to take my career. Over over him. everybody? I love my career. If I, love, I said your career or Tom Brady's? Well, I would take Tom Brady. <laughs> you just, you just told me you're always taking you. Look, 
I'm happy with my career, my success, ups and downs. It's it's the building blocks. That's what <laughs> it's about. It's the building blocks. What about Ray Allen's career or Djokovic's career? Ray had a really good career. Greatest shooter besides Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Is Ray a better shooter than you? I'm going to stop it. Here you go again trying to start animosity amongst my children. Stop it. These are all my children. I've spawned them all. Okay. I spawned them all. But Steph is a better shooter than you. I've spawned them all. <laughs> I'm sitting from the mountaintop. Look at my children. Okay, so Ray oh, Allen or, or yeah, Ray Allen or Djokovic? Uh, how about Peja Stoyakovic? No, no, no. <laughs> Let's throw some itches out there. How about Robert? I, I would go with I would go with Ray's career over Novak. Okay, Robert Ori's career or Novak Ooh. Djokovic? Oh, uh, Novak. Okay, Novak. And Ray is it's Steph then Ray. Look at this dude. <laughs> First of all, there's Larry Bird. He's the God. I'm Jesus. And then the rest are my angels. The rest are our angels. So it goes Larry Legend as God. Jesus, <laughs> yours truly. And then our angels are below us. Oh, so, so Larry spawned you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Well, Reggie's got the heat in six. <laughs> I was this close. You were. Yeah. You were that close. close. You're... After game two. I know. I know. Come on here, come on here <laughs> Hey, if they come back, if they come back, you're, you're going to look good. Remember, <laughs> low chance, not no chance. Thank you, Reg. I appreciate you, Theodore. Reggie Aloysius Miller, Jr., the third. Game five tonight at 8.30 Eastern on ABC. Greatest shooter of all time, Steph. Ray. Reggie. Mean-spirited. Ray. Yeah, I know. But, you know. If I would say to Patrick Ewing's face that Akeem was a better center than him, then, you know, I can ask those questions. Yeah, Paul. It, it, there's so many semantics to it because greatest shooter is that deep shooter or all shots that like the guy who has the most shots. I think Bird had every shot. There's not a shot he couldn't hit. Well, so, you got to factor in Bad Larry from the podcast because yeah. he said that he could uh, take Michael Jordan uh, in uh, 15 footers. Could take Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn and what's in store tomorrow right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right! <laughs> Why are we playing this one? Throw a speedball by you? Why not? She put a kiss to band. Yeah, but you're just encouraging him. It really is. Well, we're home now! <laughs> Bring it home. See, I'm sorry. Don't do this. Okay, maybe I'm not sorry. No, 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 no. The uh, Marvin's Cookout playlist every Friday. Go to danpatrick.com. Vote on who should be on that playlist. Springsteen is not among the uh, choices here. <laughs> Funk, soul, disco, rap, and gospel. And uh, this came to mind because of the My Plan from Verizon, which we signed up for. You have control over your phone plan. You get exactly what you want. Only pay for what you need. You turn on the perks when you want to turn those on. All right, Verizon! My plan! Take control of your phone plan with My Plan from Verizon. Take control of our show as well. And take Fritzy with you. <laughs> Thanks for voting. That's not nice. And go to danpatrick.com and you can pre-order my book that I wrote with... Uh, Emmy Award-winning writer from The Simpsons, Joel Cohen. A lot of fun stuff in there. It's called The Occasionally Accurate Annals of Football, the NFL's Greatest Players Play Scandals and Screw-Ups, plus stuff 
We totally made up, and uh, it's coming to a bookstore near you in September, but you can pre-order it now. It's a real page-turner. Thank you, Todd. And I'm in an episode of The Simpsons coming up. Whoa! I'm in an episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives coming up. And I'm in an episode of Main Cabin Masters. King of all, all media. Are. What are you doing? <laughs> Getting around. <laughs> yep. All of those good shows there. This day in sports history, Paulie, what do you have for me? Oh, by the way, if you want to hear what it sounds like when an 80-year-old man gets hit by a baseball, here's John Sterling, the Yankee broadcaster. And now the 3-2 swung on. A pop foul back here. Ow! Ow! It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Uh, courtesy of WFAN, John's in his early 80s, and he continued to broadcast after getting hit in the forehead. Yes, John? Three strikes and you're ow. He said that three <laughs> times, didn't he? Ow! 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 This day in sports history, Paulie. 1839, Abner Doubleday created the game of baseball, according to the legend. However, evidence has surfaced to indicate the game was played before 1800. Ooh. He, Abner Doubleday, gets all Ooh. the credit. We're looking into it. Okay. Uh, 1939, the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum was dedicated in Cooperstown, New York. Of course, the same day baseball was invented. Okay. 1991, uh, the Chicago Bulls, we talked about this earlier, won their first NBA championship. The Bulls beat the Lakers four games to one. Mm -hmm. Not a good one here. In 1994, uh, Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman were murdered outside their home in Los Angeles. O.J. Simpson was arrested a couple days later for the killings and found not guilty. Mm -hmm. And 2000, 2000, a couple more. Steve Young retired from the NFL in 2000. And in 1997, interleague play began, began in baseball, ending a 126-year tradition of separating the teams. Yeah, that was a big deal at the time. Yeah, it was. Bob Costas still salty. Yeah. yeah it's 1970, Doc Ellis no-hit the Padres while on LSD. He walked eight, and uh, that's uh, tied for the third most walks in a no-hitter in baseball history. So Doc was on LSD. And he threw a no-hitter. Yes, Paul. You know, it's funny. if you, We've had, I think we've talked to him before, and he's done his interviews. And he's like a legend of the game, Doc Ellis, and doing game on LSD. Imagine like a California, you know, like just some random player for the Pirates. And the next day, he said, man, I had one of the greatest games of my life. I uh, three-hit the, uh, the Tigers. I was all stoked up on LSD. Probably mm -hmm. wouldn't go so well. Can you imagine the reaction if the story came out? A uh, couple of phone calls here. Uh, George Kittle, the Niners tied in tomorrow. Rex Chapman will stop by as well. And let's see, uh, Obi in L.A. Hey, Obi, thanks for holding. What's on your mind? Good morning, Mr. Patrick. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, my brother went to the Masters and saw Josh Dumel. He said he's one of the most beautiful men he's ever seen live. <laughs> um, Novak Djokovic is the only person to beat Rafa Nadal on all four of the surfaces. And he also has a winning record of over Nadal and uh, Federer. So that's my argument for him to being the best of all time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's open to interpretation. I mean, if he's the greatest of all time, that's fine. Uh, he's He doesn't have that competition as much now with Federer uh, done and Nadal pretty much done as well. But Djokovic could win the Grand Slam this year at age 36. He's in great shape. Yeah, Seton. It's so interesting to dominate like one surface. Yeah. You know, that's a funny thing about that tennis. Yeah. Well, look at uh, Nadal. How many of those right. majors with 14 or so on one surface? Yeah. Bob in Seattle. Hi, Bob. Best and worst. Katie Pete. Hey. Uh, best of the weekend was Manchester City winning the Triple Crown. 
pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And the worst of the weekend is uh, this Djokovic winning another Grand Slam. I think that guy is a total tool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Bob. Hey, great player. Great player. Uh, let's see. Go around the room what we learned on this program. Todd, what did you learn today? Reggie Miller said he was like Mariano Rivera as a pitcher in his early days. He wanted to play center field, though, as he got a little older. Seton O'Connor. You really took it to Reggie today. A little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Marvin? You think Sinatra is great, but boring. I just didn't get him. That's all. I, I'm sorry. That's life. <laughs> I just, you know, it was like my, my parents' music. Nat King Cole. I'm just like, I, you don't like what your parents like. Paulie, what'd you learn? Jokic used to play water polo. That explains a lot. Todd, what did I learn? We all learned you have a new football book coming out, co-written by a staffer on The Simpsons. Next stop, New York Times bestseller list. New PXG Gen 6 golf clubs, they deliver. Man, do they deliver. You're going to love them. And it's going to bring the fun back into golf. Make sure you visit pxg.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG to learn more and schedule a fitting. Thanks for joining us. Our pleasure to serve you on this Monday. Todd, Seton, Marv, Paula, yours truly. We'll talk to you tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.